Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Morning Markets. You'll see on screen that yesterday was a weaker day for US equities. This largely reflects the strength, somewhat counterintuitively, in US jobs data for the month of December, the first tranche of which was released yesterday. Now, this is going to be the fundamental challenge for policymakers in the first half of this year, which is, will the jobs economy in the US remain strong? And if it does begin to cool, how quickly will it cool and what will be the end point? So on yesterday's data, we had the ADP print for the month of December. Now, this is a, a partner, if you will, to the main headline number, which gets re released later today. But the ADP number showed a surprisingly strong print for the month of December in US job creation. And also there were revisions to job openings for the month of December higher and also to the previous month. So on the whole, the US jobs economy continues to remain hot and it may be too hot for some US policymakers. It's particularly the strength in the US services economy, which is uh, driving jobs growth and which is worrying policymakers around the strength of inflation that we saw through most of next year, uh, last year, and also which is worrying policymakers potentially for this year. So within that, the main um, parts of the economy which are growing jobs are in the retail services and business services. And we're seeing some weakness in those sectors which perhaps overemployed workers through 2020 and through 2021. And in fact, this leads us neatly into the earnings updates we've received from some of the technology sector in the US with regards to their workforce. So as we said, it's those who overhired through the COVID boom who are now likely to be shedding workers in an effort to try and reduce their costs. The updates we've had this week reflect that. Salesforce, Vimeo and Amazon have all announced substantial headcount reductions in their workforce as they attempt to reduce their costs and um, reflect more the likelihood of a, a slower economy for, for 2023. And this is also what's being reflected by the policymaker speeches we've already had this year. A number of policymakers in the US have reflected that their eyes are firmly watching US services economy and they're looking to see that the core of services inflation begins to fall and it's likely that further job weakness will be required to try and bring down headline job uh, pay awards in the US and so bring down core services inflation. Policymakers have been keen to stress that they believe there's a direct link between pay awards in the US and this very core measure of inflation. So it's likely that if we do continue to see workers being slashed in some of the technology sector companies, that overall wages, wage growth may begin to cool and that this may allow policymakers to change their messaging somewhat through the second quarter. But we should expect, given the strength in the jobs data we're seeing and the expected strength likely through this quarter, that the US Federal Reserve will continue to increase the policy rate at their February meeting and then likely again at their March meeting. There's still some uncertainty about where they go from there, but so far very few members appear to have the appetite to increase rates substantially beyond 5% through Q2 and Q3. What about the UK? Well, we have to wait for a few weeks before we get some substantial jobs data that, uh, here or even the inflation data. But what you, what you will see is that equity markets away from the US have had a very strong start to the year. And that perhaps reflects sentiment. Perhaps markets were just too negative on economies away from the US towards the end of last year. And perhaps these economies now can benefit 
from these building disinflation pressures, that is, as inflation begins to roll over and fall substantially, perhaps these economies will not suffer as much as has been forecast by policymakers. And in fact, there are already some encouraging signs of disinflationary pressures building. You won't uh, see it on screen, but oil prices now are at the lowest for a year in Brent, and also we're seeing gas prices at the lowest for a year in both the US and in Europe. Now these are substantial disinflationary pressures and it could help consumers growing through the rest of the year if these pressures continue to fall and help disposable incomes for the year ahead. So please join us on Monday when colleagues will update you on the non-farm payrolls data which gets released later today and for the week ahead. Thank you very much. If you're interested in taking your investing to the next level or would like to know more about the options available to you when you retire, then download our free guides to ISAs and pensions. These are available in the video description below.